This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, looks like the Pentagon may have itself to blame for its cyber recruiting troubles. Another federal employee health insurance program is incentivizing members to get the vaccine. And the Biden administration is hoping a new report could help make federal research more transparent. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Defense Department Inspector General says the Pentagon's bureaucracy is getting in the way of hiring the cyber employees the military needs. In a recent report, the DOD IG found that filled and unfilled positions were not coded properly. Because of that, DOD was not able to understand where its greatest workforce needs were and therefore it could not properly target its recruitment and retention efforts. A new Senate report is making the case for reforms to the law governing federal cybersecurity standards. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. Leaders on the Homeland Security Committee found multiple federal agencies made just minimal progress in complying with federal cyber standards since they last issued a report in 2019. Their new report recommends a more centrally coordinated approach to federal cybersecurity. They also lay out potential changes to the Federal Information Security Modernization Act, including a more powerful role for the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Lawmakers plan on introducing legislation aimed at implementing the report's recommendations in the coming months. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. New temporary leadership is in place at the Pentagon's acquisition shop. Stacy Cummings, who had been performing the duties of Undersecretary of Defense for Acquisition and Sustainment, stepped down last week. Gregory Cosner, a career member of the Senior Executive Service, has taken her place. The Biden administration has yet to pick a new nominee for Pentagon Acquisition Chief since Michael Brown, Director of the Defense Innovation Unit, withdrew from consideration due to an ongoing Inspector General investigation. The Air Force is trying something new to battle training fatigue in its ranks. Federal News Network Scott Massioni explains. Airmen sometimes look at their phones or zone out during training. That's not ideal for retaining information, especially when it comes to information about sexual assault and harassment prevention and response. The Air Force is piloting a program that uses virtual reality where airmen talk to actors in a virtual setting. Carmen Schott, a program manager at Air Mobility Command, says the experience really takes airmen in. Very realistic. If you look around, you can see everything behind you on the floor. It's just very real. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Air Force will also soon introduce a hybrid work model at some of its offices. Telework is the new default at the Air Force's Installation and Mission Support Center, but employees will be able to reserve in-person workspaces through a mobile app. The Installation and Mission Support Center will also replace nearly 100 cubicles with open, cafe-style seating to foster more collaboration. The Air Force will collect data on this new model, called the Office of the Future, to see how it can save time, money, and resources, as well as improve the overall employee experience. The Government Employees Health Association is extending its vaccine incentive program through early September. Participants in GEHA's health insurance program can show proof of vaccination and receive a $75 credit. That program will now run through September 6th. GEHA members can use that credit toward office visits, co-pays, prescription drugs, glasses, x-rays, and other medical expenses. GEHA says tens of thousands of federal employees have used the vaccine incentive program since it launched it last month. Members must have received at least their first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine before September 6th to be eligible for the incentives. 
Whistleblower advocates say federal employees have some of the worst protections in the U.S. labor force. We get more from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. There's a bill pending in the House that could help. The Whistleblower Protection Improvement Act would give federal employees access to a jury trial in the event the Merit Systems Protection Board can't hear the case. Advocates are pushing Congress hard to pass the bill into law. Tom Devine is the legal director for the Government Accountability Project. If they're worried about trillions of dollars of new government spending, then how about protecting the people who can expose the fraud, waste and abuse? Nicole Grisco, Federal News Network. Veterans Affairs will start processing disability claims for three presumptive conditions associated with toxic exposure. VA started a new internal process to review scientific evidence associated with respiratory conditions. Veterans who served in Southwest Asia between 1990 and today or Afghanistan between 2001 and today are potentially eligible. VA Secretary Dennis McDonough says the department will use this kind of process to review presumptive conditions going forward. One of the longest-serving agency CIOs has left federal service. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. Eric Olson, who's been the Treasury Department's chief information officer since 2017, has left the agency as of July 31st. Olson has worked for the government since 2003 and has been with Treasury since 2015. Tony Arcadia, the associate CIO for Infrastructure and Operations, will be the acting CIO until the department hires a new technology executive. Olson started his federal career with the Justice Department, serving in several leadership roles. He didn't say what his plans are for the future. Arcadia has been with Treasury for 12 years. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Agencies have a new tool to track the costs of their IT modernization spending through the Enterprise Infrastructure Solutions Program. The Federal CIO Council's Federal Technology Investment Management Community of Practice and Agency Experts created a crosswalk to help enable traceability on the costs associated with EIS-related products and services. It also creates a consistent categorization of technology spending. CIOs and CFOs can now see how the EIS program maps to product service Codes to TBM taxonomy towers and subtowers and to TBM taxonomy service categories and service names. Small businesses would receive new cybersecurity assistance and protections under a new bill in Congress. Congressman Byron Donald introduced the Small Business Advanced Cybersecurity Enhancement Act, which would establish a cybersecurity unit in the Small Business Administration to work with DHS and NIST. Each small business development center would also have regional cybersecurity assistance units through which small businesses would receive cyber threat indicators. Congressman Steve Shabbat introduced a similar bill in 2018, but it never passed the House. The White House's National Cyber Director says federal agencies need more authoritative data on the threats they face. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more on that. National Cyber Director Chris Inglis is telling Congress to stand up a Bureau of Cyber Statistics within the Department of Homeland Security to get a big picture look at cyber threats. To properly address risk, we have to first understand it. We have to understand where it's concentrated. The bipartisan Cyberspace Solarium Commission first recommended creating this bureau, and the Defense of U.S. Infrastructure Act, introduced last week by Senators Angus King, Ben Sass, and Mike Rounds, would mandate DHS stand up this bureau. Jory Heckman. Federal News Network. And the White House's Scientific Integrity Task Force is wrapping up a month-long series of listening sessions on how federal scientists conduct their work. The task force held four discussions last month with agency scientific integrity experts and reviewed challenges that stem from emerging technologies such as artificial intelligence and machine learning. President Joe Biden is ordering the task force to publish a report with recommendations on how to strengthen trust and transparency in federal research. 
You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. holiday, whether you're making a Fred Meyer Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Fred Meyer has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.